Anyways. Anyways. Hey, we're back. Just fixing my eyebrows here. Gonna glue them down. Maybe. Just making (laughs) sure that we're at our breast. Giving you our breast game. I'm not at my breast. The breast of the breast right here. (laughs) This is no bra, no fucks given today. No bra, and I'm very sweaty. (laughs) Oh, gross. On it. Hi, I'm Jenny. And I'm Lauren. Just before we started doing the show, since we were talking about boobs, I hate seeing these commercials for bras. Those um it's usually like, is it shaper mint or something? It's one of those like stretch bra commercials, and they're always showing these women like, eh, eh, I'm so uncomfortable in my bra. And they're wearing a size that's like clearly like not three sizes for them. too small. Yeah, it's like somebody like our size that's like in a 32A or something. <laughs> and they're like, why does it hurt? Why do I have big Or sometimes they put them in a bra that has a band size that's too small and a cup size that's way too big. So they could show some like gaps going on yes. and stuff. And like the boobs are spilling out over the side. Or like the <sighs> shoulder strap is falling off. The one I saw today, she had like a big red line from the shoulder strap. And I was like, come on. Deal with it. If your bra is like that, fucking get a new one. You're clearly not wearing a bra that works for you. No, all my bras (laughs) need marks. I mean, look, you didn't hold these up. (laughs) (laughs) You have no idea what the marks on my body look like. I understand. (laughs) I understand. I'm just saying that like. In the ad, it looked like they it looked like they injured this poor woman on purpose so that she would look like bras don't work. You need to wear this stretchy fucking sports bra that probably won't be any more supportive than that will probably be not supportive at all. Exactly. And it'll probably still make your boobs sweat because it's going to push them together into one giant lump of boob. Not supportive and causes boob sweat. (laughs) Sounds like my ex-husband. That was a bell line. <laughs> and if it isn't, it should be a bell line for sure. Mm-hmm. I'll see if I can work it in. <laughs> I wrote a scene of that, of uh, episode four, just before we started. That was my warm up for the show today. Nice. Bell and um, somebody bickering about uh, something. Spoilers. <laughs> so. So yeah, we were doing this the writing session last night. And again, uh so we mentioned this on Patreon last week because we didn't do a regular regular show last week. We did a video. We weren't at our breast. We weren't at our breast. Um, because what happens is like we do these writing sessions and stay up until 1 a.m. and I'm fucking exhausted right up until the time that we close the computers and I go to lay down and my brain is still in high gear like thinking mode and I can't sleep and it kind of happened a little bit last night so I was like you know what let me use that to my advantage this morning I'm going to start writing and get the creative juices flowing before the show so it actually worked it kind of worked <laughs> it put me in a in a different mindset than just like uh drinking coffee <laughs> uh, so yeah nice uh, I felt good by the end of last night. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was the first time that I saw that if you notice, it was the first time that at the end of the session, I volunteered for something. And it was just because the place where we were, I was like, I could see myself writing this. I think I could figure this out. Okay. Um, nice. So I felt like by the end of the session, I was like, Hey, I could take that on. And you guys were like, okay, do it. Yeah. 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 Um, And it felt, it didn't feel like you were like, sure jan you know <laughs> which i feel like sure. i have to say that because we all kind of struggle with that imposter syndrome yeah a little I, bit I, from time I to time that. you know and that. and sometimes i'm hesitant to say that i want to do something or that i have an idea because i'm like i don't know if this fits with what they're going for mm-hmm. i don't know if i'll be good at it uh, you know all the what if isms that you can come up with but 
Um, I mean, there's a good chance that we're going to end up having to like change a few things here and there. But course. I mean, it happens with the stuff that that Justin and I write too. Of so course. You know. But I felt like, but when I volunteered for it afterward, I was like, hey, that was the first time I felt comfortable to do that. Okay. Good job. Good job, Lauren. Good, good job. job. I feel like I can help. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so yeah, the part that I wrote leads right up to your part. So I actually put a note Ooh. there that says, Lauren, this is where you do the thing. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm excited. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm really yeah. excited. So, um, so yeah, that was, that was fun. That was fun. And I'm, it's, we're making some progress. Um, man, it's writing as a group and in this environment is just so different though. It's so different. And like, I think I said in the Patreon show, like, well, We'll talk about that after um you know whatever shop talk <laughs> what i want to talk about is um the video that we did number one last week um so instead of doing a show we did a patreon show because we want to make sure we support the people who support us yes. and um unlike my non-existent bra <laughs> trying to be supportive <laughs> so um we did the Patreon show and then we just started like sitting there chatting for a bit. And like, somehow we started talking about that fucking real estate listing, mm-hmm. the Shabandi house or whatever. And we start looking at it and we're like, Hey, we, uh, we should record this and do this as a show. And we did. And then I spent the rest of the day editing that video <laughs> and putting it together into like, you know, something that's just a little bit more trimmed up. And then, you know, I did some, did some like layouts to the way that it was presented and then made like a trailer version of it. And then a, that apparently started me on a fucking uh, trend for the next couple days of just, let me just edit some more videos. Let me just, let me, let me work on the Snyder cut. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to take away somebody's mustache next? <laughs> I'm going to give him a mustache ride. <laughs> or I'm going to get a mustache ride. I get, yeah. Either way. Sure. I can't, I can't words. It's fine. It's fine. So anyway, I think it'd be funny if the Snyder cut keeps the mustache on Superman. It should. I, I hope that that's what it does. I hope he has like a big fucking like handlebar, like a villain. And... <laughs> you should make it a more exaggerated mustache, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just give him like the handlebar, like a biker or something. <laughs> yeah. So then, then you made some more videos. Yes. And then I was having so much fun with it, apparently, that I went and did a fat venture on Tuesday. And it was the Wawa burger thing. Um, I did not intend for it to be so heavily edited. I was just kind of like, I was like, you know, what? I used to do live videos, but I may or may not still be under Facebook restriction um, I was, I had my license to do live videos revoked. Oh, I forgot I about that. Yeah. I can't remember whether or not I still have it. I don't care. I don't have the Facebook app anyway. And I didn't want to get it just to do a live video of me eating a cheeseburger. So I was like, I'll just record it. And then after I recorded, I was like, you know what? I think I could take off the beginning. Cause I had like a false start and I had like, I kind of rambled too much at the end or whatever. I was like, let me just cut off the beginning and end and just do this. And then as I'm doing it, I'm like, it started getting like almost addictive where I was like, oh, I'll just cut this part out. I'll cut this part out. Oh, and then what if I add this? What if I do this? And then next thing I know, I the video was like eight minutes long when I originally did it. And I brought it down to like four or something like that and added all these little dumb, fun things. Motion graphics and yes, <laughs> overlays, sound effects, <laughs> transitions, drag queens. <laughs> drag queens it has it all it has it all she shosh um, this video has it all <laughs> transitions rose and her mask drag ah! she sauce it's got something for everyone so it was just a lot of fun and like I don't want to do it anytime soon but I want to do it again it was a lot of fun and like I actually went to Matt right after I sent it to you guys and I was like you should do some of this it's a lot of fun like I know he's doing editing like he's got a lot of other things to do that he has to do but yeah. sometimes you just have to do something that's like a fun thing like that. right right and it kind of like 
it kind of re-energizes you on doing the things that you don't necessarily want to do that are still creative and still kind of fun, but not as, I don't know, just goofy. And man, do I miss Fat Ventures. Yeah. And not got like Fat Ventures were so fun and not even just like, like, I mean, Fat Ventures started as me and you going and eating stuff together. It didn't start as making videos, but I miss all aspects of it. And I haven't been eating poorly in a while. So I feel like nothing that I eat is good enough for a fat venture. But -hmm. I think I need to start doing I need to start thinking about like, hey, I can do health food as a fat venture. Yeah. Maybe call it an unfattening venture. (laughs) <laughs> or <laughs> I mean, a it's slim venture. If you it's will. actually still a fat venture in a way, if you're trying to lose to the lose fat. the fat, that's very true. That's true. I mean, I thought yeah. I had a good idea last night when we were talking about it. I said, you know, you should do like cauliflower crust pizzas or something. yeah, yeah. Because like, there's a lot of trash health food out there. Mm-hmm. I would like to know and have like a legit, honest review of what and, this shit tastes like. And that'd be great because that's another thing that we're trying to do is eat at home more often Mm -hmm. so if we're doing something where it's like editing together like a little cooking snippet then it's not going out and spending money on the fast food that we're gonna you know Mm -hmm. that isn't gonna be good anyway so yeah right yeah right do it do it so speaking of health Mm -hmm. i'm ready to talk about something that um i was a little hesitant to talk about just because um Jenny, actually, you helped convince me that it's important to talk about it. I Um, helped. You did help. (laughs) Uh, So I'll just get right to it. I have received my COVID vaccine. Yay. And I felt some guilt over receiving it because at the time when I received it, um, a local clinic had opened up that were accepting people that were 65 and older and anybody 16 to 64 that had a pre-existing condition. So... I was able to sign up with the pre-existing condition. Um, at the time, I was thinking that there were going to be a lot more appointments than there were. Um, they were they were open online. Um, what I didn't realize is there, there were not that many appointments and a lot of elderly people were not able to get in because they don't have that swiftness and they didn't even hear that the appointments were opened up for 24 hours later. Yeah. Um, and it's all online. Um, so like there's a lot it, of older exactly. people who are still kind of like not very tech savvy right. and don't go online. Like they're still checking their email like once a week. or whatever. Right. Well, even I have a I have a coworker who's in his 70s and I had been telling him that I would help him get registered. And I called him as soon as I found out they were open before I even tried to register myself. And he was like, OK, great. Me and you will do it tomorrow in the office. Like, no, you don't understand. I didn't understand either. I was like, all right, we'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> and in 15 minutes, they were gone. Yeah. You know, I had no idea that it was going to be like that. And I didn't have his information myself anyway. Right. Um, you after can't that, sign I did. Else. But after that, I did get his information. And now since then, I have been able to sign him up. Oh, good. So good. him and his wife both. So that's good news. Um, so hopefully things start to open up a little more. I know that the Johnson & Johnson vaccine just got approved. So we've got... Yeah. A lot more progress yeah, coming, yeah, hopefully, yeah. and uh, um, you know, better distribution happening for everybody. Because I know that this is happening across the country and and across the world. It seems like they're having trouble getting it. Yeah, certain people. Um, yeah, everybody I've heard try to sign up for it. Um, it seems like it's gotten a little bit better in our state. Mm-hmm. Um, the state has kind of taken over some of the the regional signups that were kind of a mess. Um. And but everybody that I've heard talk about it was like, it's it's so frustrating. Like you have to go through this long process. And like you were telling me that, like, you would go through this whole process of signing up and then they don't even have any in your area. Right. And they have changed that since. I know you probably haven't experienced that. That that was CVS. Yeah. When I, I was trying to sign my coworker up with CVS and they didn't have it. They didn't show you where it was available before you went to sign up you had yeah. to try to sign up and then at the end it'd be like nothing in your area sorry yeah, yeah. but so now they changed, changed that, that now yeah so because... they're they're learning too you know so yeah. that they cvs website tells you up front if there are any in your state available before you start yes. to sign up yes um but uh i i also heard from somebody else that the local clinic that's running out of the hospital near me they're at the point where they have 
they have their doses ready to go and I guess they're on hand and, and being refrigerated properly, but they know that they have to give them out at a certain point. Like I got the reason why I was able to get my coworker signed up is that me and Matt got personal in, emails saying, oh, you're registered locally. You can come sign up for the vaccine now, but only right. with this link. It's because if they don't get these vaccines out, they're yes. going to expire. Right. So with the link that I got and the link that Matt got, for whatever reason, they didn't realize we already got the vaccine. Yes. But I was able to sign up my coworker and his wife. Yes. And I actually um, heard somebody else say recently that she got an offer like that, mm-hmm. I think. And she could have driven, like, it was only like an hour away or something like that. She could have driven to go get the virus or to get the vaccine. And she decided not to because she had a similar kind of guilt. Like, yeah, um, I don't feel like I should get it because I'm not high enough risk. Yeah. But, you know, she kind of came to the same conclusion, like what I told you, like every person who gets the vaccine is helping to make the world safer right now. Right. And, and, and I don't think anybody, like, unless you're literally pushing over an old lady to get in front of her in line, <laughs> you're not taking somebody's spot. And you were the person who helped me get over the guilt, but the person who actually pushed me to register was my own mother. Wow. And I understand why, because you care about your kid. You know, she was like, they're signing up now. You, they're, they're open right now. You have an underlying condition that could, you know, and you're going to work all the time. Yeah. You know, so you're, you're out all the time. You're, you know, you can, you should sign up, you know, you gotta, yes. you know, um, so, uh, Anyway, I just got my second vaccine, so I'm really happy. Um, and I'll be honest, when I got the first one, I started to cry, not out of pain, out of like relief, like relief, yeah, relief and joy, and just like, oh my god, there's an end coming. See, I'm crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> god, what a pussy. Um, I mean, we've we've all been through fucking hell for the past yeah. year, you know, like to feel like okay something's going to start to go back to more normalcy. It's still not going to be 100% normal. We mm-hmm. still got to make sure that the mutations aren't going to overcome the vaccinations that we're getting. And we still have to make sure that everybody can get that vaccine. Right. So we can't be 100% relaxed, but it's just like a light There's at hope. the end of the tunnel. There's, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I just figured I would uh, take this time on this platform to talk about the side effects that I felt after receiving the vaccine. Mm -hmm. Uh, So number one thing that I want to say to anybody who is afraid of needles, it doesn't even feel like a needle. I've had plenty of shots. In fact, there was, I think I told this story on the podcast several years ago. Um, When I was going back to school as an adult, I was 30 years old uh, my pediatrician had lost all my vaccine records. And in order to go be a student on campus, I had to prove I'd been vaccinated and I could have gotten a blood test, but it would have taken like two to three weeks to get the results mm-hmm. back. And I needed it in two days. Wow. So I got like 10 years worth of immunizations in one day. Holy shit. <laughs> You just became a human. I got, yeah, I got like two strains of hepatitis. I got like a, you know, a meningitis, Sounds tetanus, like a party. all this shit. Yeah. Um, those are fucking needles. All right. And every single one of them felt like a needle. All right. Mm-hmm. The COVID vaccine needle does not even feel like a needle. I don't know if it's the, what it is. You feel it push, it pushes into you, but you don't even feel like you barely feel your skin pinch. It's, it's not like getting a Walmart vaccine where you, um, right. I told that story damage. too, where the <laughs> lady shoved the flu vaccine into my fucking nerve and it, you know, made my elbow twitch. Nothing happened at all. And everybody was talking about how, oh, my arm's so sore. I heard everybody after the first vaccine talk about their arm being sore. It's not the shot that does it. It's just the fact that it's the injection site. Okay. That that's where all the immune response activity starts happening. Mm-hmm. I don't, the shot itself doesn't hurt almost at all. Like you barely even feel a thing. And even Matt, who's a really big baby, he got his shot and he was like, I didn't even feel it. it like he pushed on my arm. He was like, it felt like this. Like you pushed right on, that's your, all, right yeah. on the spot. 
<laughs> he did it. Well, he got his a couple hours before me. So we got to see each other. Okay. Briefly. Like, he's like, it just felt like this. That was it. I didn't feel anything. And because he's such a baby. And he was like, I wish I could. Like, he was saying, I wish I could wait for the vaccine where you only need one shot instead of two. Um, the shot itself is not the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, my arm was sore for a few days. And it's a soreness that you don't expect. Um, cause it's, it's not just in that spot. It's almost like, like it's kind of sore all over. Um, they say cold compresses help, uh, moving it around is supposed to be good for it. Um, and, and how long did that last? Like probably like a day a or day, a few days, a few okay. days. And it would, and it actually, during that first week, it would go away and come back. Interesting. Um, and Matt and I both got a bump. They're actually calling it COVID arm where you get like a square shaped red bump around the area where it happened. Um, and the, when I, I got the bump back a week after the shot. Weird. So like it went away and it came back and when it came back, it didn't hurt. When Matt's came back, he got a little rash with it. Hmm. So it is um, kind of was like what I've heard about the virus too, where it's like people will get it and they think that they're getting better. And then a couple of days later, it's worse again. And it's like, right. it goes through these stages of, yeah, you know, different symptoms so um the first vaccine matt felt very run down that night he had to Mm -hmm. go to bed real early felt pretty tired and run down the next day um but by the second afternoon he was fine i didn't feel anything except the sore arm um and we were both told um when we went back for our second one um they oh and here's another thing about getting it and i've heard this across the board they have such a seamless process when you go get your vaccine. Yes. And I, I, I've heard it from everybody everywhere mm-hmm. who's gotten it. It's the sign-up process. They've got it down to, a, like, once it's there. So, yes. like, at our clinic near our hospital, um, the first for the first vaccine, you had to pull in. There's, like, a little tent with three different, like, the Chick-fil-A drive through line. You pull up to somebody with a tablet. Damn, my pleasure. And- <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you pull up to somebody with a tablet and they get your name. And if you've mm-hmm. got two people in the car, they're like, okay, what's your name? And what's your name? Um, they verify that you have a cell phone that can receive text messages and they say, okay, go park. We're going to text you when we're ready for you to come inside. So for that first one, I think I waited in my car for like 10 minutes before they called me inside. You um, again, as you walk through the door, you verify your name with another person with a tablet. You get your temperature checked and then you check in with the person who confirms your address that you're in their system. And then the next thing you do is walk around a corner and there's like 12 nursing stations with the jabs ready to go. Mm -hmm. And uh, then you check out, they give you that moment. They give you the date for your second appointment. And then they tell you to sit down and wait for 10 minutes and make sure you're not going to have a reaction. Right. And you're free to sit down longer if you like, Mm -hmm. like my mom was like, you should stay for 20 you know um so the first one you know like there was a just a tiny bit of time making sure that they had my name in the system different stuff like that the second one you pull up and there was a a security guard making sure that you had the vaccine card Mm -hmm. um making sure that uh you you know had an appointment for that day he's like i just need to make sure that you've got your vaccine card and your appointments for today he's like okay now you can go to the next line And then that's when you get to the guy with the tablet, you tell him who you are. And he's like, okay, wait for your text to tell you to go inside. And I had my text before I could find a parking spot. Wow. So you just circled the parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, you know, I got a, got a spot ran inside. Um, Make sure you have your ID and your card on you. Cause if you don't, they will, you know, right. Both. Um, And you know, temperature check, walk through, make sure they have your name. And of course they had my name. Cause I just given it, uh, the last time mm-hmm. and then sat down, got the shot and that was it. I mean, I was uh, the so like longest a minute wait, process, less than that. Like, less I mean, from than, the like, time you pull into the parking lot to the yeah. time you leave. Yeah. The, I mean, the, <laughs> from the time I left include the 20 minute process, including the 10 minute observation period. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So incredible. Yeah. It's fantastic. Um, and I, and, uh, so with my second shot side effects, um, I felt the arm pain immediately, not like, like 
by the time I got home. So I was home like within half an hour of receiving my shot. And I'm like, ooh, my arm's already hurting. Think I'm gonna take a little Tylenol for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, like I said, soreness in the arm, and I felt fine all. So I got my shot on a Wednesday. Felt fine all Wednesday night. Thursday morning, woke up feeling a little bit icky. Um, and what we had been told was to expect just slightly worse side effects than what we had had during the first round. So you expected like um, maybe a little bit of a cold, a little bit right. sore arm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I figured my arm would be more sore, but, you know, feeling run down and tired. Um, oh, so for, for Matt, uh, so it was funny. Uh, I got home. Matt had had his shot like an hour or two before me. Um, I got home to work from home for the rest of the day. He had a work call and he walked out of the office like an hour after it started and looked like he was about to die. Holy shit. Like it looked like he, like you could tell, like he looked like he had the flu, like his eyes were all bloodshot and watering. His face was all red. And I was like, you need to go lay down. And he's like, I'm fine. I'm fine. And then like, he saw his face in the mirror and was like, what the hell is wrong with me? I'm like, go, just go lay down. You know, what? you know, go relax. Um, like I said, I didn't feel run down until the next morning, but I, oh yeah. So Thursday morning, I felt run down, but was thinking I can go to work just fine. Not a problem. I go into the office and as the day goes on, I just start feeling worse and worse until right at the 24 hour mark. I just know I can't keep going. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I got to get home. I can't focus on any work. I'm and I think that was about the point you texted me. I texted you. you. Uh, why 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 am I here yeah I was like I texted you and I was like I don't know why I thought I could fight through this I should have just worked from home um but even working from home I I knew like once I got home I was like I'm not getting any work done I just don't feel well I mean I think a lot of that probably comes from like the whole American uh idea that you have to just work yeah constantly you just no matter how you feel no matter what's going on get to work produce get to the job that's part of our culture that I think this whole pandemic will hopefully change because we don't take off if we have a cold. Yeah. You got a runny nose, suck it up, buttercup, get your ass to work. Yeah. Get on the assembly line, get, you know, I mean, there's a reason why that joke exists of like, you know, the, the guy laying in the hospital bed and the full body cast and the boss says, but you're still coming to work, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Two feet of snow. You're still coming to work, right? Yeah. That's uh, risk life and limb risk everybody else's health mm-hmm. so that you can go to work. Right. So, um, and I mean, it's just crazy because I have not been sick in a year and I can't even describe the feeling other than just generally sick, you know, like you get like that achy feeling, like your skin kind of hurts. Like, yes, you know, no, um, yeah. I, I felt, was... I felt a little nauseous, like queasiness. That's where um, I was like a couple months ago when I ended uh, up getting the COVID test because yeah. I was like this, like I've been dealing with like stress or allergies or whatever, something that has made me feel kind of like, uh, like most of the year, but like last December, it was the first time I was like, I haven't felt like sick mm-hmm. in a bit, like the achiness and a little bit of dizziness and shit like that. Yeah. 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 So like if I hadn't just gotten the vaccine, I never would have gone into work. It's just that I knew I feel a little bit down because I have the vaccine. And for whatever reason, I was thinking that was going to be the worst of it, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't. And it just kept getting worse. So um, when I got home Thursday, you know, I laid down, um, ended up spiking a fever. My arm was really hurting um, to the point. So I'm used to, so I'm right-handed. I got the vaccine in my left arm and Generally, I do activity with my right, but my left hand is for like stability and holding stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm kind of ADD and I'm always carrying around a bunch of stuff. So like if I'm going to bed at night, like I'll have like a cup and like a a book and, you know, like, I don't know, a little trinket all in my left hand. And then like I'm turning off light switches and opening doors with my right hand. And holding my arm in this position, holding a cup, after like 30 seconds, I felt like I was going to drop the cup. 
because my arm was so sore. Wow. And the soreness was, you know, starting the, the injection sites right below the short shoulder. Um, so when I held my arm in that position for too long, it would go down to like the elbow and up to the neck. Um, I had, everybody has lymph nodes in their Mm -hmm. armpit and then up in their neck. And I had a big swollen lymph node in my armpit. My armpit's still a little swollen. Like yesterday when I put on deodorant, it was like so tender that it was like hurting by the deodorant. Mm. And I didn't even put on deodorant Friday because <laughs> I that. Was... you're not going to work anyway. <laughs> um, and uh, like I said, the soreness in my neck, like particularly right in the edge between my neck and shoulder. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a lot more extreme than I had figured. So Thursday night was definitely the worst of my symptoms. So I'd say about 30 hours after getting the vaccine was the absolute worst. Um, it got a little better right before I went to bed. Like the fever broke. I was like, all right, I should be fine by tomorrow. And then I woke up still just feeling really run down. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked from home. I was able to have kind of an easy day. Um, and Saturday I still woke up feeling kind of blah, but in a much better place. Yeah. So, um, I decided, you know, maybe sex will be a good cure all. It's been about a week and a half. It's since been my about OBGYN appointment. Yeah. <laughs> it was only a couple days since then, you know. Okay. Um, Matt was feeling a little bit better as well. Um, which he's still he's still a little off, a little rundown, but much better than he was. Um, so as I said before, my right hand is my activity hand, my left hand is my stability hand. And you basically can't do any activity or position that requires stability right <laughs> from your hand if that's the case <laughs> because i could not use my left hand for stability all you have to do is just lay there <laughs> like a dead fish and let him yeah. do all the work <laughs> you lay there you could be on top as long as you don't need stability as long as your core strength is good enough um and also, so the, the other thing, like laying down side by side, facing each other, if you're both the same hand, it means mm-hmm. you probably both got the vaccine in the same hand. So right. laying on my side, laying on my left side, facing Matt, like I couldn't that do it hurt because my arm hurt. <laughs> um, but if, uh, you know, a nice position is for both of you to lay on your non-vaccine side, you know, like but to crotch okay you know and that can be that yeah yeah spooning can be can be fun you know when leads to to other other such things (laughs) to say stuff to say stuff without saying too much uh but yes um so after um so uh let's so that was saturday morning i took two goodies powder because i started to have a headache and I was like, I do not want this to be mm-hmm. anything I can't deal with. So I took two goodies powder. So that was a healthy dose of caffeine. <laughs> and then I had a nice, healthy orgasm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was rip rare and a go after that. Yeah. So <laughs> that's the start. That's the great start of a weekend right there. <laughs> so that's my advice to everybody. Have sex. Have sex. Have some goodies powder. <laughs> You're good to go. Just Man. don't use your arm too much. <laughs> I don't know if you got the reference I was going for there, but I'll stick it about a pole, pole and Carini and the OnlyFans video that we saw that was leaked. Oh, 90 day fiance. Now, I wasn't in- implying that you were like terrible in bed. <laughs> Not that I've seen the videos or anything. Uh. <laughs> No, that, that feels like so long ago. I can't believe I know. <laughs> it was like literally fucking like a week and a half ago. Patreons did see our conversation, of course. Uh-huh. If you want to see our private conversations, you too can be a Patreon. That's right. That's right. We, we've been like giving them some quality material on That's those right, text man. messages lately. Oh, yeah. Ostomy bags and underwear. <laughs> uh, 
I don't even remember what else we've been talking about. Like, just whatever. Larissa's cheesy butt cream pie. Ah! Fucking Tori sent me that link. I just outed her. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know. She she probably doesn't care. She I mean, she was talking about it in the Discord. Yeah. But um, yeah, like I guess 90 Day Fiance stars. <laughs> Some of them, I guess, when they, they when they couldn't uh, sell the protein shakes on Instagram or whatever they were trying to sell, <laughs> you know, like a lot of them trying to become like influencers, uh, mm-hmm. influencers on Instagram. Or that poop tea that they were all selling for a while. <laughs> yes, yes, and so I guess some of them have uh, just turned to OnlyFans. And you sent me that link of uh, Paul and Kareen, and oh my god. <laughs> That was the it's most weird. boring sex tape I've ever awkward, seen. Awkward, boring sex. I think oh, you're dog... ovulating right now. I can feel it. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think that the dog barking was the most exciting part. <laughs> Not that there's a dog in the video, but you can hear him barking the whole time. Yes, they're both completely unfazed by this. Uh. I I was so fascinated and so repulsed by it at the same time. Like I I click on shit like that out of curiosity, and I'm like, why did I do that? And then I go back and watch it like it's a Spruder film, and like analyze it and look for other things. Yeah, like why did he say something about her ovulating? How can you feel somebody ovulating? That's a lie. I mean, it's not true. About like you know like you sometimes your body can react to ovulation like the pheromones pheromones uh like to be kind of gross like a little bit more mucusy supposedly okay (laughs) okay you know stuff like that but like oh but like your body lubricates anyway while you're turned on right so i don't know what it's just a weird fucking thing to say (laughs) And he looked so bored. So um, did she. They both looked bored. At least she was kind of doing something. She was getting into it. He was just laying there like. Like, and you pointed out like his dick wasn't even fully hard. Yeah, it was really gross. It was just like, even his dick was lazy. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, I we could have an OnlyFans too. We could, but I don't want one. I don't want one either. Mostly <laughs> just because you know, like my kid, my dad. I couldn't <laughs> explain that to them. Right. Yeah. No. We're you know we're we're celebrities. We would just <laughs> have that leaked, just like they did. Just wouldn't be good. <laughs> it's, it's not the whole experience between that and the thing with Larissa. The that video that, that I was sent, it was just gross. It wasn't, it wasn't interesting. It wasn't sexy. It was just like, uh, no. And I wanted to, like, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't wanted to have sex in like two months since I saw that. <laughs> It's only been two weeks since you sent me the link, but it, like I went back in time. <laughs> you went back in time to not have sex. Yeah. Because it was so disturbing. <laughs> Just, yeah. Back in time. Back in time. <laughs> All right. So you said that you've been trying to uh, be more positive. Oh, yeah. And I, I didn't t- know if we had time to talk about it. No, we have time. Really- we always have time for positivity. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because. Justin has been on the positive note for like yes. probably a couple years now. He's like been three or four, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's something that I've been trying to do a little bit more of like on my own personal Patreon. Like I was going through something the other day and I did my little talky bit show. And then I was like, but I'm going to talk my way out of it. Like, here's something positive. Like, let's put a, put a, put, a, put a positive spin on this and move forward and actually talk myself out of the funk that I was in. Like it was one of those things where I was like, I got really like self-defeatist, like immediately was just like, why the fuck? Why the fuck do I even try? I'm done. I'm done. I quit. And don't do that. So, well, that's why I did this thing. I was like, you know what? This is a good opportunity to do like a little self-therapy, did a little personal podcast 
bless you. <laughs> and um, muted myself so nobody would hear me sneeze. Well, I still had to say bless you. <laughs> superstition. Um. So anyway, so it it actually really helped, and I I know that there's like a little. I've seen a thing recently about toxic positivity, and I don't like it. It's it's I understand where people are coming from with it. Like like when you're saying like I don't you know I'm kind of depressed. I don't feel great. Oh, just cheer up. Just go for a walk, and you'll feel better. And that's what they're kind of referring to with I think with toxic positivity. Like you can't just you can't just like will yourself to feel better but you can try you can try you can make an effort to try to feel better about certain things instead of just languishing in it i just so. hate the the idea of saying that it's toxic positivity especially because like the past i feel like five or six years um people have just like been constantly saying like check on your friends check on your friends make sure your friends are okay like anytime there's a celebrity suicide reach out to your friends today make sure that they're okay if you haven't heard from a friend or if a friend keeps canceling plans it's your responsibility to check on them and make sure they're all right Mm -hmm. and then you're saying don't check on them and tell them to be positive right (laughs) like come on now no there's always something on the internet that people are like, oh, well, now this is the thing. Now this is the thing. And I think it, it all depends on the person. It depends on the situation. It depends on so many things. There's not a blanket answer or solution for anything. But you can certainly make an effort to be positive about something and to try to, like, at least try to spin it in a positive way. And that was what I did. And it really fucking helped. Yay. My um, so my recent venture into positivity was brought on by, of all things, Lent. What? You're not religious. <laughs> I am not. But if you're a listener of the show, you do know that I was raised Catholic. Much to my um, resentment. I don't know what the word is, right? Dismay. Dismay, perhaps. Sure. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's what turned me away from religion as an adult. Yeah. Um, but uh, for for more than half my life, though, I'd say that I was really into Lent. Like Lent was the last thing I let go of. From yeah. Being Catholic. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound like you let go of it, to be fair. <laughs> my did for the past 10, 15 years. Gotcha. I haven't I haven't really thought about anything for Lent. Um, but uh, um always like on on ash wednesday i get a like you know i get like thoughts in my head about you know lent and different things Mm -hmm. and um it's like that phantom limb syndrome (laughs) you're not actually religious anymore but like but like your like arms your imaginary (laughs) amputated fingers are hurting yeah yes (laughs) Um, like phantom pain but with Uh religion Uh, <laughs> so, um, it was Ash Wednesday. I woke up and I happened to see something online about either Mardi Gras or Ash Wednesday or something. And I was like, just kind of thinking about how I've been struggling to, uh, try to be more positive in my own life that I haven't really been very kind to myself lately, you know, that I probably could do a better job with the people that I love telling them that I care, reaching out to them, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, you know what? I will, I'll start today. I'll do 40 days of positivity and I'll see where I am. I'll see if I keep yeah. wanting to do it. And, um, I came up with some other ideas that I could try to stick to for the 40 days. Um, so far, the only thing that really stuck was the positivity. <laughs> But I'm being kind to myself and forgiving Mm -hmm. and saying this is all progress. Mm -hmm. Any little bit is progress. Like I, well, one thing that I put in there was that, um, oh, oh, something that did stick. I, uh, I took uh, a couple of apps off my phone that were time wasters. Oh, Uh, Uh Candy Crush and Gardenscapes are gone. I still play that goddamn Gardenscapes bullshit. Yeah. I cuss at it every day. <laughs> so 
it's it's interesting because I mean I'm finding other time wasters. I'm just kind of spending more time scrolling through Facebook or commenting on stuff in Discord. But I just feel like it's a little bit more productive to connect with friends yes. than it is. To I was stare about to and say stare at a screen. Yes, um, that's that to put a positive spin on that. That's you know that's right. a more positive thing to waste your time on is to connect with your friends and just mm-hmm. do something fun instead of just mind numbing well and i thought that since i was getting rid of that i could add reading and writing time into mm-hmm. my day instead of just gaming now i have not done reading and writing every day but i've done a little more of each than i was doing before and that's an improvement and that's an improvement and uh then the last thing was exercise i've just i don't get enough exercise right and I was like, you know what? I will exercise every day. I will do 30. I'll do either 30 minutes of straight exercise a day, or I'll make sure I hit my 10,000 step goal every day. Well, I saw you on that fucking elliptical or whatever. Yeah. when We were doing drag race once. Yeah, I did. For the first week I did it for the first week I did it. Um, there was one day that I like the lowest I got was like 96,000. And then after the vaccine, I, I dropped off, but yeah. I think I had a reason. It's okay. I can yes. get back into it starting today. As long as you don't um, use it as like an excuse to right. like completely lapse like I do with my diet, like right. weekly, you know. Yeah. And, you know, really, it's as far as like religious based habits go, like that's not a terrible one. Like using an excuse to like um, to try to improve yourself and to do something different. Same with like New Year's resolutions. Like mm-hmm. if if you need like or if you prefer to have a a goal like I'm going to take this 40 days to build better habits you know like I think they always say like it takes you it takes you like 90 days to build a habit or something that's what I've heard too yeah Yeah. but 40 is a good start yeah you're you're halfway there and it's it's a good way to say like here's my goal start here see where I'm at here that's not terrible and that's and it's um and the main thing is that it's something it's a concept I'm familiar with Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's something I grew up with. Yeah. Um, so, and it's something that I know that I used to. You know, I was. Jeez, oh, I don't want to get too much into this because we know what happened last time. <laughs> but um, yeah, God, <laughs> as I was in my, uh, you know, at different points in my life, particularly eight late teens, early twenties, I I was pushing myself with like unreasonable things that you shouldn't do to yourself with right 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 gotcha but i really pushed myself like i uh i once gave up cheese for 40 days and it was also while i was trying to do the atkins diet why um (laughs) it's a terrible time to give up cheese i know right um and i don't think you should give up cheese anyway unless you're like actually lactose intolerant or, or if you want to be, cheese. or if you want to be vegan, if you want to be vegan, that's, yeah. you know, that's not a life choice that I would make. Well, because the, the reason is that Lent is supposed to be a sacrifice. It's supposed to be something you really like and you really indulge in. You know what? I don't, so, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Well, that's I what should, it is. That's what you're supposed to self-flagellate. We're fucking Catholic. Like, that's why I'm saying I didn't want to get it. I know. I'm just saying that, like, I like that you're putting a a positive spin on it by doing something that's you're actually trying to improve yourself rather than try to torture yourself. Right. But my reason for bringing that up was I know that I tortured myself for 40 days in the past. Another thing I did was in high school one year. I gave up eating in between meals, which meant like no, no snacking whatsoever. Right. So it wasn't like the, the worst thing, but right. it also like led to some binging and things like that. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 I was going to um, say like, it doesn't sound terrible, but it doesn't sound terrible, but it depends on-, on what you do and yes. how you treat yourself. So I know that if I put myself through things that were negative, but like really pushed my limits, I could put myself through something that's positive and is going to push my limits in a good way. Yes. yes. And I can take that spin of like a negative memory I have and also make it work for me. Yeah. And not feel bad about it and be like, this is what I should have been doing. And this is 
how mm-hmm. I could have loved. I don't know. Maybe it'll help me get a little bit spiritual or maybe not. Who cares? That's <laughs> not the purpose. of it. Right. Yeah. The purpose of it is for me to feel better about myself and my loved ones. That's fantastic. And share that with. Well, it's worked because I decided to take that as my inspiration and it worked and it helped me on Friday. So like, there you go. Bam. <laughs> Done. Mission accomplished. Let's start yeah. being negative again. Now that we've <laughs> successfully attained so, positivity. Let's mostly, I'll be honest, like mostly what it's just been is like little wholesome Facebook posts. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like, I'm not just, I'm trying not to just post garbage. I'm trying to post stuff that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that I can be like, well, I feel good about sharing this with my friends. I hope that somebody likes it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if somebody does like it, I feel a little bit better. If somebody doesn't like it, I don't care. It doesn't, it, you know, it doesn't right. hurt me if somebody right. doesn't like it. Um, but I, I'm trying also to just remember in my head, like, um, Matt was editing a video and I was in the video. And I was looking at it. And the first thing I wanted to do was be like, crop me out. I look disgusting. I look terrible. Blah, blah, blah. Like, girl you're speaking my language <laughs> <laughs> well i just shut myself up i was like okay i'm just uh, no right right i'm not gonna think that and which first I mean, if i said that to him he'd be like shut up like you're beautiful get the fuck out of here you know you're beautiful you're Whatever. perfect you're a model you look, look like, like Angelista. Angelista. <laughs> you could be there in a diaper <laughs> eat you up be there in an ostomy bag <laughs> Oh, I think we need to wrap this up because I got to pee again and I don't want to pause the show again. (laughs) I chugged a protein shake, a cup of coffee and this much water just before the show. Well, you're going to have to poop, too. I did that before the show. Pooping is positive. (laughs) You know what? Sometimes it does make you just feel a little better. Like, oh, great. I pooped. Now I feel better about my I can continue about my day. Mm -hmm. Positivity. Step number one. Take a shit. Uh, all right thanks for listening everybody hi we're mouthy broadcast i mean bye we're mouthy broadcast for our facebook instagram twitter patreon at mouthy broadcast and you can call us at 757-541-cunt see you next tuesday motherfuckers oh excuse me Excuse me. I guess I should have muted my mic for that one. No, definitely not. How dare you even think about denying the listeners of that? <sighs>